there are two new CDs out now on White Centipede Noise. Incapacitance and Savage Gospel, and Size Effects, Fichter. Now available to order at whitecentipedenoise.com. Oscar Brummel, and today my guest is Kenny Sanderson of the legendary cut-up harsh noise project Facial Mess and the newer industrial noise project Light Weeds. Visit patreon.com slash white centipede noise to access the bonus content from this episode and to support this show. Hey Kenny. All right, Oscar. Welcome, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> welcome to White Centipede Noise Podcast. Sorry. Good to see you. All right, good to see you as well. Yeah, um, cheers. It's, it's nighttime here, so I'm Yeah, around. yeah, yeah. It's morning here, kind of, uh, yeah. Oh. We're dealing with a lot of a, a widespread of time zones and lifestyles. That's true. That's true. <laughs> lifestyles, <laughs> indeed. Um, so you, you know, for those who don't know, you you live in Japan. Yeah, yeah. You live in Tokyo, right? Um, yeah, Shinjuku. Yeah, Tokyo. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess before we get into all your your work and stuff like that, can you just kind of like. What brought you to Japan in the first place? Um, I um, well, basically, I um, um, it, it, it was um, a girl and not wanting to get a job, like a proper job. I mean, I, I'd, um, yeah, at university, I, I met a girl who's now my wife, Yuki, and um, we, um, yeah, I finished university, and then I thought, well, I'd, I'd come over here for a year because and put, you know, the um, the inevitable kind of um, joining the rat race off for a few years. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I joined the rat race over here. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you I, guys I, met? You met at the U- university in in the UK, right? Uh, we met actually at a nightclub in, in oh, okay. London, and um, okay. yeah, it was some yeah some club, and um, yeah, still okay. here. 20, cool. <laughs> 25 years later. Yeah. When did you when did you move over there? Um, it would have been October '95. Okay, so quite a long time ago. And then, when did facial mess start? Um, facial mess started uh, either '96 or '97. I can't right. quite remember, but um, okay, that was actually the second name of the noise the kind of the noise project but yeah what was the first was, one for for one tape there what for one tape which i i think only one person or two people have it was called metadorinus okay and um yeah yeah there's only one tape it's called dollinger vass which i still have recorded on a karaoke machine it was great it's actually really good cool. <laughs> it's killer. better than some of um some of my latest stuff actually it's really killer. really good this episode of White Centipede Noise Podcast is brought to you by Absurd Exposition Label and Scream and Ride Distro. There are four new CDs now available on Absurd Exposition. Dodge Jones Rage, West Coast Power Outage 5, the power trio of Chris Dodge, Mason Jones, and William Rage return to AE with another dose of psychedelic circuit overload. Neural, H2T, an unreleased session from 2001. Recorded by Howard Beilerman at the infamous Hotel to Tango Studios in Montreal. Fold. To favor the occurrence, Neural's harsh noise 
is formulated by the give-and-take of restraint and control. With his alter ego as Fold, Alan Bloor uses the same techniques to create ambient soundscapes rich with the tactility of their found metal sources. Rosalka, Base Waters, reissue of the 2019 LP. Using a theremin as a centerpiece, Kate Rissek leads us into a harsh noise odyssey of oceanic depths. Visit ScreamAndWrithe.com for all four CDs and a distro of over 2,200 items, servicing the international noise community at large. So, were, were you already tapped in? Well, were you already doing noise before you moved over there? And were you also already like tapped into the Japanese scene? Because obviously, the Japanese scene is, especially in, the, the, in that time when you moved over, was is like legendary and massive. Were you already? Um, no. Was that part of your reason for going over in any way? Um, not so much. I mean, to be honest, it was all happening around the same time. I, I mean, you know, during the, the first half of the 90s, I was um, really into, like, noise rock, grindcore, you know, like Big Black, Godflesh, mm-hmm. um, whatnot. And um, I, um, about that time, I got into a band called Floor, um, who released um, a couple of things on um, Bovine Records. It was a great, great label. And mm-hmm. I bought um, and so I, a re- Exactly around at the same time as I moved to Japan, because I actually I ordered it in England, and then it, but I had to forward the address to Japan, and I got a, the grief suppression seven inch, and that was huge for me because it had suppression on the other side. And as soon as I moved over here, I wrote to Jason Hodges, and um, then I got into um, I got one of his comp tapes that had like I'm guessing like black leather Jesus and yeah. um, a rotten piece and stuff like that on it, and it, it was. Um, yeah, that was a bit of an eye opener. So then, weirdly, I um, I, I always forget this, like the order it goes in. But I think I was yeah. already here, and I had um, a copy of um, it was it was called Book Your Own Fucking Life. It was a maximum rock and roll publication, and it just had lists of addresses of like punk, noise, whatever, like like underground yeah. stuff. And I looked at all the, all the Japan addresses, and I wrote to this guy called um, Seki who did a band called D.I.E. and a label. And um, for uh, and I just wrote, oh, I've just moved to Japan and um, got your address. And I wrote to him, and he and he wrote back, and he sent me a tape, which is um, a comp tape, which actually had a... We'll probably get to this a bit later, but it had a Nikodore track on it and um, a D.I.E. track on it. and um, But he also sent me a flyer for um, a show that he was putting on that weekend, and... The headliners were the incapacitants, and that was the nice. first real experience of proper Japanese, you know, like like real, real Japanese noise I ever had. And um, yeah, so that so that was late '95. Yeah, and then it was like, wow, <laughs> killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you didn't really know about that kind of stuff beforehand, or you hadn't really heard it. I am. Um, I was always like tempted to buy like Verneurology, Verneurology, Murray's yeah, that yeah. just come out on like Relapse, and I had. You know, and or really sorry, but um, and I, it was all it was there were so many copies in second hand shops basically. So I'm figuring that in London this was, yeah. so I'm figuring people have bought this and going that nah, not for me maybe. <laughs> and um, so every you know in in London every every second hand like CD shop I used to go into had like copies of this Mersboat CD, and I thought maybe I should buy that, but I didn't buy it, and um, so not not really. I mean, cool. I um, I'd seen the Boredoms before I went there. But um, again, I guess that's what, and then it gave her actually as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and, yeah, um, so it was like you had the you were working in that you were orbiting in that kind of 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, but yeah, but definitely more in the kind of noise rock kind of yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Cool. But, um, how was it like to? Well, how what is it like hmm. to break the ice there, um, as a as a foreigner in terms of getting into that scene? Was that was that difficult or was that easy? <laughs> it's still difficult. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to. Remember. I mean, going back to that show, that that first show, and. Um, I went there with my girlfriend at the time and, and, you know, we went there and, um, yeah, there was, I can't remember, maybe it was like on the door or something. There was a flyer and it, it was a Nicodori flyer and it basically said, we need a guitarist. And I thought, well, I can't play guitar, but I've got a guitar yeah. and, um, I got, I got a, um, I got one pedal as well. So that, that might work. So and because I'd seen her, I thought they were absolutely fantastic. I mean, I don't know if in, if in Nicaragua at the time were like it was basically a drummer and a vocalist who they are yeah. actually they've come back and you know do it again now. And it was the most explosive thing I'd ever seen in my life. It was thirty seconds of just drum grind noise, and it was yeah. just fantastic. I'd never seen anything like it in my life. And then I was just, wow. And then. Okada, the singer, was looking for um, somebody to join. So I, so I, I kind of gingerly went up to him, and then I realised I couldn't, couldn't say anything, and he, he didn't speak English, and I couldn't speak Japanese at all at that time. I mean, and so I, through um, my girlfriend, we, we basically, like you said, oh, can I try out for the band? <laughs> a bit wow. fun. So, so, so I went down, yeah, into a place called Kashiwa, and um, we. Um, yeah, we had a bit of a practice. He goes, yeah, yeah, all right. Do you want? We got a gig next week if you want to join. And through that, I kind of, I guess, started meeting people and um, that. But it was a bit, I, I guess, it was a real novelty at the time. I mean, like this grind noise band who played for thirty seconds with this like foreigner on guitar, <laughs> <laughs> which was a bit because there was no one else, and not in Tokyo. I mean, I think. Yeah, this was before Kelly Cherko came, just before Jason came. And mm -hmm. um, I know that um, there were a few lads out in Osaka. Oh, no, sorry, Bob Zone was over here. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. And um, But it was a slightly different circus. He, he was, like, moving in the strictly kind of more noise sort of thing, and I was yeah. not quite in there yet. I was more in the, yeah. the kind of the hardcore grindcore thing. And, um, but, um, but, yeah, yeah, there weren't many of us, and um, so... Yeah. So yeah. how long did you play with Nikodorai? And, you know, you said you started with, with, with guitar. Were you, did you stay with guitar or did you switch over to your, to electronics at some point? Yeah. I, 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 um, I was, I was in it for about four, no, three, four years. I don't know, three or four years. Anyway, the, mm -hmm. the last show was actually with Bastard Noise and, um, um, Fantastic show! I always remember the bus noise. It was a bus noise and Murzbal collaboration set, oh. and um, I can't remember who was on. Maybe Painter was on the bill as well. Was it twenty? The mm -hmm. old twenty thousand volts. But I was there for um, yeah, maybe four years, and I, I started on guitar. But then when I because facial mess or whatever it was before then like started as kind of a little side project to mm -hmm. Nicodora basically because Nicodora's sets were so short 
when we played live, we played live for like really 30 seconds a minute. Yeah. And I would kind of, I kind of wanted to play a bit longer sometimes. So I thought, yeah. I don't know, maybe I'll do a bit of noise and that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then, so I started at home, like recording a bit. And then I brought that electronic stuff to Nicodora. And I guess for the last two years I was in it. Yeah. I, um, I was more like electronics. Cool. Maybe. I don't know. Did they let you do like an noise extension of the set or would it be like, Nikodor I played and then stop and then you would play like a separate thing. Yeah, yeah, but I wish I hadn't. I really wish I hadn't. Um you I've hadn't got wished. this I, I wish I hadn't conti- like done that after the set finished. Uh-huh. I started doing that a little bit and actually John Weiss has got a video and I've got to ask him about it, but um because I've got a copy of it and you know and of Nikodora playing. And um yeah, and it's great until me fucking on the guitar for about like two minutes at the end, and uh, it's like I just wish I was like looking at it, ah, I, sh- I shouldn't have done that, you know. It's like it, it was it was perfect as it was, but I guess at that time I was like thinking, nah, I want to do a little bit more, I want to show my, you know, artistic right. stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, but I, I wish I hadn't actually because because it was. And and also at that time I was starting to get a few gigs as like I guess facial mess, so mm-hmm. there wasn't really any need for it, you know. So uh, yeah. I, re- I regret. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. I, I mean, like a thirty-second set or sixty-second set is a pretty specific statement, you know. Like it's like yeah, there's a reason we're playing for thirty seconds, and then that's like, right. I was I that's right, that and so it's like kind of <laughs> sorry, yeah, but no, no, yeah, there's there any conflict with them being like ah, like I'm gonna. I'm gonna carry this on out or something like that, but I mean, it's cool. yeah, I mean, it no, out. no. I really wish I, I, I think that was a mistake though. Looking back, it should have been that short, sharp, thirty second or one minute or not. However, done. All right, gone. Not some foreigner standing on the stage that's like, you know, fiddling about with a fucking pedal or something. No, yeah, no. Nah, I regret that, but <laughs> but you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah, um, but he's back. Oh, so, oh sorry. Go ahead. No, no, yeah. go on. Go on. Yeah, no, 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 back. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Oculus back. He's he's doing. He, he disappeared for a while for various reasons, and he's back doing his thing. Him and a drummer. So it's like back to the original kind of like idea of Nicodore, and um, it's fantastic. You know, he he's back, and um, I, I was I was so happy when I saw his first gig that he did for a very very long time, and um, it was great. It was really really good, and um, yeah. Yeah. Sick. I, I, would you ever consider rejoining again or collaborating again? Well, that, that would be be up to Okada because it, it, it is um, it's his project. But um, yeah. I mean, if he asked, I'd think about it. But I don't. I, I would never want to. It, it is what it is, and it, it's his thing. And you know, it's like sure. you know, and um, I think it's perfect as it is. So it, it doesn't really need me. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So you meant, and that was kind of like you're in, but you mentioned that he, it's like still kind of hard to break the ice within that scene or, or, or something like that. And I'm guess I'm curious about like, what's it like to live in Japan? I mean, I think anywhere living in, in the world as a foreigner, you do s- experience some sort of natural kind of isolation or, or separation mm. from the, the greater society, you know, from the, from the, mm. from the, the normal society. I don't know. That's just what I kind of experienced. And that's why I would assume maybe in Japan being, also pretty more extreme. Um, how is that for you? I mean, how is that for you living in Japan? Is it, 
are there enough people in the kind of like the subculture counterculture world or friends and family that you can that you have that or do do you feel connected with like japanese society as a whole i mean it's weird because it it's it's just a norm for me now i mean i it's it's hard to compare it to anything else because actually i've been over here i've lived in japan longer than i had lived in england which um I, I, when, when I think about that, I, I always feel a bit weird about that. But um, I don't know. I mean, it, it's because you know. I mean, it's, it's whatever you do. I mean, it's like it's, it's your life and it's yeah, your, exactly. your your experience. But I mean, I guess judging it from a more ob- outsider's point of view, well, I, I, I guess yeah, I guess I am a bit um isolated from various things but um but i don't feel it internally really i yeah. mean i i i um i go out i got like you know you know yeah i mean i think i think that can be liberating too i mean it's oh, very a, much so very 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 know? much so i um, mean i i used to feel it a lot more when i first moved over here because i would you know obviously be able to um compare it a lot more I mean, I always think back. I always look back at the the watching the film Train Spot. I mean, Train Spot. Yeah. You know, uh, I had I was over here when that film came out, and if I'd been in England, I would have hated it as as a reaction against kind of like, oh, it's cool, it's popular. But I was completely oblivious to yeah. any of the hype, any of the thing. And I went to a cinema to watch it. I loved it. I thought it was great. And then, like, yeah. you know, I, I remember calling a friend going, ah, oh, I just saw Trainspot. Have you seen it? You heard of this film? And like, they're going, like, what? <laughs> and like, oh, it's awful, mate. You, what are you doing? You're watching that crap. And but but it's like, well, and I was like, well, have you seen it? Nah, nah, I don't want to. It's like, yeah. you know, but just, like, I don't know, kind of setting yourself free from all of that shit like, uh, back home sure. and like, be, be able to, like, kind of just... You know, positive isolation in a way, like like really, really make your own mind up about stuff. And um, yeah. that's true. Uh, yeah, I, I I mean, I didn't think of that side of it too. There's the 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 isolation from your kind of home that is also quite interesting. Because yeah, you can have a much more kind of pure, I guess, or or mm. untainted, oh, I mean, I, 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 untainted I think kind I of like relationship to the culture or the the hometown or something like that. Whereas if you're there, you're like, fuck, this all sucks. Everyone's stupid. That's stupid. That's stupid. That's stupid. But if you're like far away, you're like God, man, I love, I love that TV show, man. I, I can't remember. <laughs> like, you know, just stuff like that. You know. I think I think I understand England a lot a lot more now than I did when I lived there. Absolutely. I mean, I mean yeah. I mean, I guess that's a, a bit of a cliche to say that sort of stuff. You know, like when you you only you only know where you're from and when you leave. But you know, absolutely. But it is true. Yeah. Definitely, but definitely being away from. The U.S. and, and Germany. Yeah, you, it, took, it took me a minute. It took me a minute to be like. First, I was like, "Oh, everything's pretty much the same. Everyone lives pretty much the same, or everywhere in the world." But after mm. a few years, you're like, "Okay, I can really like break down what's going on here <laughs> and there." You know, like it, it's interesting. But yeah, um, but well, but also, I mean, like, the, the U. Sorry, sorry, the U.S. Go on, go on, I mean, you're, you're you're from the U.S. and that, and that is. That's a, that's the maddest country though. That, that, I mean, like from from my very very limited experience. I mean, like yeah, for sure. I mean, England and Germany probably not that different, and in Japan, you know, it's Japan. But I mean, like the US. Wow, oh, God, man, that is it's wild. That's yeah, a, it's fucked that's up. A, yeah. Um. But yeah. Also, like the 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 disconnection, or I don't know, disconnection, but kind of 
separation from living mm-hmm. from the country you live in if you're like a you know a foreigner i guess they call people expats if they're yeah. usually from the west or something like that as opposed to immigrants if they're from somewhere else but that's very you know, true that's it. it's, it's an interesting word isn't that expats. yeah yeah i don't i, I don't even yeah. I, I actually just googled it before before like we talked because i was like i hear people use expat sometimes like what the fuck does expat really mean but yeah it doesn't make sense but anyway but like you know there's like i know i know a guy here to for example who's like also an american guy from san francisco mm. hardcore scene he speaks zero english he works in a screen printing shop he owns a screen printing shop or cool. no, i'm sorry he speaks zero german all right, right, um, right you know has a has a wife who's german who speaks both languages she handles all like the bureaucratic stuff mm. and he has like his group of friends that play in punk bands and stuff like that but he's like totally isolated from this from you know germany as a whole except he has to still go to the supermarket and like whatever but i mean i i think it's uh, it can be a, i think it can be a frustrating thing at some point at some point it can be kind of lonely but it can also be like kind of cool yeah mm. it's like, it's like your, your life you make your own you make your own life and it's like oh i have my weird little circle of of yeah i mean i mean and, it's... Friends, and that's awesome yeah right? yeah i mean i mean definitely i mean like, and and no, and I do have like a, a really decent and re- like a really circle of friends like, like and, and good noise people and stuff. You know, I mean, um, yeah. There's um, you know, there's always something going on. There's always a a drink to be had somewhere and a, a band to be seen somewhere. So it's it's good. That's super cool. Um, yeah, you 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 set up a lot of shows. Have you been setting up a lot of shows all through the through your time there? You've been pretty active in like booking and 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 stuff like that in Tokyo. I think I set my no. I, it was maybe it was the late nineties. I, I think I set my first show up, and um, actually, I really don't remember who was on it. I, I got a feeling it was, was it KK Null, and I think it was KK Null doing a collab with Government Alpha. Mm-hmm. Maybe MSBR, mm-hmm. pro- probably MSBR. Um, uh, I, I don't know, but it was yeah, small. But but yeah, I mean, I've been because you know, I mean, I think it, it's you know, in some ways, it's a thankless task. But I mean, I, if I want to see shows, then someone's got to set them up. So might as well be me. Are you, are you setting up shows? Oftentimes for like just Japanese folks, or yeah, is yeah, it... yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, I, I have a. Um, semi i mean it's um kind of bi-monthly now i mean um little event that i put on at uh, it's place ochi I soup and yeah. um yeah 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 because it's it just people i want to see so yeah. i mean you know and and also i i was especially motivated to restart this after covid because you know I right mean, obviously spaces um need need like events to happen need people to come need 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 money and yeah. um, that space is so important to Tokyo. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it cannot be un overestimated. Overestimated? It can't be yeah. like over whatever that word is. Yeah, yeah, overstated. That's right. It how important that space is to um, not just noise, but like underground electronic music in Tokyo. Yeah, and I did notice at some point, kind of, yeah, kind of around COVID, that they were doing some fundraisers, and there was some kind of worry that they might be having some troubles. But are they? They're are they all right. Are they, are they good? Yeah, 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 they're all right. I mean, like, um, you know, I mean, 
yeah, they they had a band cap page. Me, me, and um, so so in Montreal from um, Scum, we yeah. we put together this kind of like CD comp and um, right. to help out, but um, which which did really really well. So that was cool. good. And yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's running. It's a, it's a great show this weekend with um, who's playing? My mate Dave Skipper's putting it on. It's uh, it's Sunday night, and you've got Wolf Creek, you've got Scum. You got um, off spore spawn and um, cool. yeah, it's gonna be a good one. Actually. Great. What's the what's the contemporary Japanese scene like? I mean, what's it seems like there's quite a lot going on there that is newer folks, newer artists, mm. younger. That's not no. That's not super tied to the kind of big titans. It seems like there's quite a young new. Seen? Do a lot of people come out to shows? Is there a lot of enthusiasm? Yeah. Um, I mean, I went to, I mean, there are a lot of, to be honest, there are a lot of like noise only shows, mm-hmm. which actually I kind of like, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it's noise artists on bills with other electronic artists or hardcore bands or whatnot. Yeah. And um, yeah, people come out and um, it's, a, it's a decent turnout. You, I mean, it's all relative, obviously, you know. I mean, it's you know, you, noise. Thir- thir- 30, 40 people to a show is like it's it's a really good turnout. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. There are some. I mean, to be honest, there's a lot of people I probably don't know, and, and I think one of the most important bands over the last few years or acts um, over here have been the band. Do, do you know the band Endon? No, I don't think so. I mean, it might ring a bell, but no, no. They're, they're, they're mean, that's right that's right it's, it features the guy um taro aiko who does um the msaf um pedals and stuff he ah, i don't know okay yeah anyway they um they're, they're quite a big band i mean they they um they've they're on thrill drop thrill jockey records uh, okay and they've um they've toured with um i don't i i maybe converge and stuff like that mm-hmm. but they um essentially they're like a noise hybrid hardcore band, maybe similar to like do you know do you know the band like Full of Hell? And yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe sort of some some similar like that. But they've they play fairly big places over it, and they've brought brought a lot of people in, a lot cool. of young kids, and so there's this kind of post, how was it a post end on kind of explosion of noise people that people that maybe don't have the history in noise but they're kids so they're they're yeah. gonna experience it i'm not really that tuned into a lot of that stuff to be honest because actually i asked mate the other day about like G- give me give me some names give me some names i want to put some kids on you know i'm bored yeah. of old men and yeah. um but um yeah 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 so that's always that's a big thing and the guy um black phone 666 is also right. Uh, a fairly I think he's brought a lot of people over because he plays at a lot of uh, more like bass music events dance mm-hmm. events and mm-hmm. um, also hardcore as well yeah. and actually as a live performer maybe I can't think of a better noise live performer than that guy cool. um, I think anybody that's ever seen him has been so blown away they, I mean they, you know he doesn't use like sequences. He doesn't use anything like that. It's all pure kind of live stuff. But wow, cool. as far as like a composed kind of set of like mm-hmm. 
power electronics and to cut up harsh noise into kind of drone s I mean, it's fairly incredible what that I mean, like you know, you never Under want to the play off. One six six six. Yeah, yeah, you never want to play cool. off that guy. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, to oh, be honest, cool. his recorded output is quite. He isn't isn't that he hasn't put that much stuff out and yeah i don't i mean sorry mate kaji but i don't i don't i don't think he's really captured what he can do live recorded yet and maybe that's why he hasn't put so in fact i know that's why he hasn't put so much stuff out because sure. it's like uh, you know because live is so good wow. that it it's 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 hard for him to to kind of get anyway back to the question he's brought you know because of you know he's playing in lot because he's in demand. The, the fellas like playing at like kind of techno events or whatnot like that, cool. and so people seeing him and they're going, "Ah, oh, I might check out this noise stuff." So they're coming over. So he's quite important. Nice, um, yeah. And I think Wolf Creek are bringing people over as well. I think exactly. Wolf that's, Creek. That's something, yeah. I've, that's something I've, I've seen. I've, I've heard the recordings, but I mean, it seems like they're really tearing up a lot of stuff over there. Mm. Mm. I think um, you know. I mean, it's the. I mean, they've got their own thing. That's good, but. You know, it's just like kind of young incapacitants in some ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, the yeah. two of them. But you know, but they're really good. They're they're really good. They they do their thing, and it's really good. And very very visceral, good live yeah. stuff. So yeah, is there much connection to like the current scene with the old heads, like the legends? Are they playing the shows together? It depends on the legend, I guess. I mean, um, incapacitance, yes. Mikawa will all, I mean, it seems yeah, he actually... Seems like, he'll play where... He, he'll play, like... It seems like he plays a damn lot, and it's pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, welcoming yeah. and, like, pretty and, pretty down with, with pretty much everyone. Yeah, Mikawa, I mean, he's such a lovely, lovely man. And um, yeah. it's so down to earth. I mean, and there are... I mean, yeah, there, there are some some... See, you know, like legends that are not quite as down to earth for that guy. But I sure. mean, like, um, but he he's great, and he and he and he plays out wherever. I mean, you ask him, he'll play. And it seems that the incapacitants are playing a bit more. Um, yeah. I know that over the last couple of years, due to you know, Fumio has been, you know, um, he hasn't been playing. He hasn't been able to play so much for family reasons, so. But mm-hmm. you know, this year they're gonna they're, they're definitely playing a few more gigs. Um, Hiroshi Hasegawa, um, yeah, you ask him, he'll play. Um, yeah. he's, um, again, so down to it and, um, really supportive of everything that's going on. And, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are, there are some that I've never seen. I mean, I've never seen, for example, a third organ. I'd love mm-hmm. to see that guy, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know his live situation. I mean, he lives in obviously a different area of Japan. He's, uh, he's out in. Nagoya, I think, and um, you know, and then you the... from from Mote. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's weird because you know w- w- when I think about the legend, I mean, I I should always think like Mote is a legend, but I guess because we we kind of grew up together in 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 some ways, it's like kind yeah. of like, I, I always think about the that older generation. Well, yeah, Mote. I mean, I, well, okay. When I'm speaking of legends, I'm I'm also thinking. About people from your generation, because you're a legend. Right, I mean, right, right, right. Nah. I mean, <laughs> you are. Absolutely, you are. You really are in many ways. Well, so cheers, I mean, I'm talking cheers, about man. people from your your generation of oh, Japanese. Right, yeah, yeah. Noise, oh, know? no. Every, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, Government Alpha plays out anytime. I mean, Kasumoto. Um, 
Yeah, Mote for Miyuki. I mean, I mean, there was a, there was a while when for Miyuki like had a few issues and he he weren't um, he weren't playing and stuff. But it's great to see him back and he's playing. Yeah, it's hey, great. You know, I mean, I remember actually I put on a show for Luke Tandy, um, and um, it with Mote and um, I think it Vatican Shadow I think was playing that night and I got in touch with Dom and I was like, God, have you, you know, I'm not, you know. Can't come to the. I know you're playing tonight, but you want to want to come down to the sound check. Yeah, and um, he came down and he was like starstruck when he saw Motte sound check. So you had like <laughs> Prurient just watching Motte like going, "I can't believe I'm watching like Motte <laughs> sound check." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." It was a good sound check as well. <laughs> good, good, That's good killer. Show. Yeah, yeah. It, it, he's. I mean, he's a really interesting guy, and I. Mm. I'm really glad to hear that he's. Well, you you did some Backer. you've done you've done some film or something, yeah. With uh, he's, we're he's, we're working with him right now, actually. He, well, right, actually, right, right. my wife is in the other room right now, at, like editing the final, like like really the final day, probably of cool. post production for her film, which was our like diploma project for for film school, and it's a ninety minute feature film that she wrote and directed. And it's a it's a narrative. All right. So you're at film oh. school then. Yeah, yeah, and it's a really incredible. I mean, okay, I'm serious. It's a really incredible film, and it's about to be finished. And Mote did the soundtrack, so there's Mote's pieces throughout the throughout the film, like as the as the main soundtrack, and it right. it is amazing. And um, you know, we got we we started working with him just because I got that tape. Um, I think it's the one on Dots Mark. It right, yeah. It has that piece rainstorm meditation with that synth thing that builds into this. I, it's I like know the one they're talking chord. about. Yeah, yeah, and it's so nice. And 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 when she was writing the, when she was writing and working on the film, she was listening to that piece like on repeat for like hours, like through the night. Oh wow! Like the, the neighbor was like, "What's going?" Like the neighbor asked, "Like what do you guys got going on over there?" And I was like, "Oh, maybe it makes a vacuum." So she's working on that. Like, yeah. So and then at some point she was like, I love this piece so much. I would love to use it in the film and I would love to maybe ask him if he would like do some more for the film. And we, we mm. reached out to him and he was like, Yeah, sure. And he sent us some after a while he sent us some stuff that's that's so perfect and so amazing. I so really stoked to show that to everyone. I'm gonna afford it. I don't think he knows how good he is. Uh, you know, no. he, he he does, and he, yeah. And I think he's quite um, amazing. Well, when that box set came out, when when the um, was it the Industrial Recollections? Is it? Is yeah. It? Yeah, yeah. It was quite like I've, I've got this. In, in you know, he gave me a copy, and it was like I don't know why I've, this has happened. Yeah. <laughs> why Why are people interested in my stuff? And. Um, <laughs> It's been a long time coming. I think I remember. I remember some years and years ago, before I knew who he was mm. or had a chance to hear any of his music. You know, I know there was a box set plan and some 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 American label that has sort of disappeared now. But he was like, "Oh, I'm working on this Mote box set. This guy's stuff is incredible." And blah blah. blah. And finally, yeah, finally, it's it's gotten the due. You know, it's gotten its due in terms of people hearing it and getting it out there. And his new stuff, his stuff that he's recorded since then, is also. I don't have I don't have a lot of it, but I do have this. Some some of the stuff I've heard has been really really good. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Um, There's also a photo I think that we have found. It's one of the main photos you can find of him, 
like on mm. Discogs or whatever, um, where it's like it's kind of from the back, and he's hunched over his gear, and there's like a small audience in front. Does and he have a there's... towel on his head? Does he? Does he have a towel? Because he always used to play like in the nineties <laughs> with a, a towel on his head. But maybe this no, is I a newer one. So. All right, I don't think so. He has like a kind of like a cap, I think. Okay, but, this is a um, newer motte then. But I think you're in the. There's some guy in the audience, like screaming, maybe into a microphone. Would uh, that be you? Yeah, it, it could be me. I mean, <laughs> I, I if there was a free mic available, I'd probably get on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I was. Um, I, I think the, the, the. I mean, you, you did the thing with Jason and uh, recently, and I was. I was. The. Um, Oh god, I'm gonna get people's names wrong, but oh, I uh, after that on the the was it the Facebook group? What's that called? Noise now playing? Oh, yeah, noise now playing. Yeah, yeah. and um, I think it was I think it was Eric. Yeah, and he yeah. He, he wrote like oh, there's this um crack fierce um I shouldn't say T A D M anymore, should I? Yeah, two assistant <laughs> deputy ministers yeah. like split, and he's going like oh, and there's this fella screaming crack fucking steel, yeah. and um, it's like yeah, that was me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I I think my um, my my you know I, I've been on quite a few actually. Just you're like going, Wah! you know, I was yeah, on. Well, um, the fake tape, um, Endo and um, Kazumura Kabota, There's like you know. I'm in there as well, having a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just going <That's>... like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, yeah, you can hear some. Is that do Japanese people do that like that? I, I do, but <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I mean, mean I do all right. With encouragement, with with encouragement, and when when me and Jason were were, were going down, I mean, we we're, we're, I mean, and very unfortunately, Jason don't come out so much anymore. Um, but. Um, when yeah, when we used to go to a lot of gigs together during in like you know the the late nineties and early two thousands, um, they would join in in our frolics. I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean that's that's kind of what I'm curious about is like I don't want to stereotype stereotype Japanese culture too much, and I also don't know much mm. about it. But I mean, I do get the sense that it's fairly reserved, and like Jason for one, and you, I've met you two in person, are yeah, pretty yeah. different. I mean, you guys, I mean. Jason's obviously insane. Yeah, he, he, he's he's a nutcase. Yeah, yeah, he's I mean, a nutcase. He's, he's he's got something. <laughs> something's not right. You know? Now I love the, I, I love the fella. I love the fella. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you guys are both very outward and and well and expressive yeah. and and don't have a problem, you know, getting people's faces or or you know at least with Jason, I get the sense he he has he likes to overstep. <laughs> Boundaries, yeah, yes. but even even in even non-Japanese culture, I think are there. You know, like in terms of just getting mm. in people's faces. But I mean, I just feel like in in a, in a I can't imagine like for Japanese people, it must be just sometimes really intense to deal with you guys. I'm actually fairly. I, I'm quite reserved at shows. I I, I yeah. um yeah I, I tend not to um you know I nod my head a bit yeah yeah head nodding um yeah. but I don't I don't. You know, I don't start nicking people's hats like Jason <laughs> tended to, or something, or um, getting um, getting the performers' face. Oh, God. I... <laughs> anyway, uh, that, that's for um, that's for Jason to to divulge what what you know stuff. Yeah, I've got to have him back uh, at some point. Yeah, you the, should, you should, you should, on, because on, he, on, on, on the Patreon version, he shared some stories that he didn't really want 
to be so public about some. I quite believe it. Yeah, stuff. And, but I, uh, I know there's. I know he just kind of hit the tip of the iceberg. I think. Yeah. So I want to get. <laughs> get more. Yeah, there's but, some. There's a lot of stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> um. So well, okay. We've talked a lot about like Japan and scenes, mm. blah blah. But like, tell me more about facial mess itself because facial mess is a huge project. Facial mess is. You, it is a legendary harsh noise project. It mm. is like Japan. It's like Japanese noise, but obviously not. It has a very certain, different sound. But it's. I mean, you were in Japan. You also have that kind of Japanese sound. I mean, I, I when I I I ask people on the Patreon on the Discord like beforehand, like, do you guys have any questions for Kenny of a facial mess? And people were just like, man, I don't know if I have a question, but that shit was so like formative for me and so legendary for me and i also remember back kind of when i was coming up in minneapolis and a lot of my friends and people i were meeting were kind of like more more punk grindcore oriented or like kind of like breakcore mm. a lot of online kind of stuff and they didn't necessarily have like a ton of knowledge about like you know the the tape noise scene where you know you buy and sell rare tapes but like facial mess was oftentimes like Dude, facial mess is like was like a high bar for people and like really well known and, and important. So I kind of feel get the sense that you were on the internet kind of before a lot of noise artists were. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Um I mean it's difficult to remember everything, but I mean like the 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 internet thing, I mean I remember I think it was maybe it was Tim Stimbolts, and he started a, a regular noise chat, and I, I just I I was already in Japan, so I mean it would would have been um, so that was ninety six or something, and that was the first time, and he started, and I I really don't remember how I got involved in that, mm-hmm. and how I inv- got, but there was. Only about like six or seven of us, and it was Flutter. Um, I think like uh, more hospital put out a, a, like a kind of a little retrospect of Flutter stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was um, obviously Tim. Um, I don't think Bob was online. I think um, who else was in those chat groups? Um, maybe Noiseman four four. Four three three. That that guy. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it was there was it was. But it was a certain time on a Friday. It was always yeah. a Friday, and 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 that was and it was it was that 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 was really exciting. But but cool. also, I mean, the the I wasn't on alt noise like Jason was, but um, there was. Um, Weirdly, I was on the Terrorizer. There's a there's a British magazine, a British uh-huh. metal magazine called Terrorizer, yeah. and um, I got on that bulletin board, and there I met quite a few people. And mm-hmm. the relapse board, the original relapse board, actually, okay. but on the on the Terrorizer board, and I met like um, um, like Andrew Nolan being a big one, cool. um, yeah. yeah, 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 and we um, we met on that. Um, and Robert, Robert Deadly Orifice, uh-huh. weirdly, he was he was on that board, and um, yeah, he, 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 
his words, not mine. I, I, don't, I don't want to take any kind of, um, I don't know, whatever the word is. But, I mean, yeah, he said, you got me into noise, man. You, you were, you're like, <laughs> I think I said something ridiculous. Like, if you think Cradle of Filth is harsh, listen to, <laughs> I don't know, Tracy Laws Loves Noise or yeah. Sonic Disorder or something. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, that, that, that's what did it for me. That's what did it for me. Yeah. But, um, yeah. That's I, I don't I know. Mean- it seems like you you have had that kind of early influence on a lot of people. And then, I mean, I don't know. Were you also like uploading your stuff or releasing it digitally or making it available earlier than most people too? Because, I mean. I, I I think the first one was on that noise MP3 thing. That, that exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 Your but first my album. station has release? No, no, no. The first no, 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 one no, no, was. No. was on, yeah, yeah. The first one was. Um, Ninety-seven or something like that, or ninety-six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninety-six, ninety-seven. Yeah, it was was a split. A lot of my early contacts were Canadian, actually. Like, like international contacts were Canadian because it was. Why is that? It was uh, again. I guess going back to to what I said before, getting this like tape from Jason Hodges because I was like, it wasn't the the noise which I first got exposed to was like this kind of grindcore noise yeah. like, like basically it's like like tracy lords loves noise sonic disorder um yeah. um extreme that was a little bit later actually but i mean extreme okay. hair stench that was that was another one mm-hmm. um and um so so a lot of these really re and and I saw actually I saw like Mersbau and Mazonna and shit like that like it's something very fucking different. I was like a professional noise, I, you know. That was like, you know, yeah. they they know what they're doing and shit. But yeah. I, I, Hermit, Hermit was a big one. Actually. Yeah, Hermit was a big one. And yeah. um, so so and they and I and and fucking Grunt actually. Yeah. So so I got that, and then there was um, and I got a really early copy of Freak Animal. Um, like you know the zine. the zine, yeah, a really old yeah. copy where it was almost half noise core and half like sure. kind of tape noise. I mean, there were he didn't at that time like Mika wasn't covering like kind of the big noise, not not so much the big noise people or even Pat electronics. It was noise core and shit noise, yeah. uh, but every single address was fucking Quebec, and um, so I just wrote to all these people and um, it you like. Yeah, like, so the first the first um, facial mess thing was um, a split with a, people called Weird Vision. That was right. It was a facial mess, Weird Vision. Weird Vision. Uh, weird Vision from Canada. Yeah, crazy. That's yeah. I've been I've been kind of mulling over Canadian noise lately and trying to mm. kind of just. There's been like some threads, like the special, uh, the 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 screaming writhe board about. I I I interviewed this guy Jute, who's a newer Canadian artist, and I realized yeah, oh, shit, a lot of that, the yeah. new projects are coming out of Canada that are really good and interesting. And then I can, then it, there's kind of been some threads on this on the screaming writhe board, for example, about like let's talk about old Canadian noise. And there's all this really weird stuff that I don't a lot mm. of it I have no idea about, but like interesting, yeah, very interesting vibe. Well, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a special vibe. Ame Salan, Salan, whatever you say. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Ame Sanglantes or whatever. I, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, but okay. So, but what? Well, what is your early facial mess sound like? Because I don't know if I've heard your earliest stuff. But you, how did you go from this kind of grind, noise core, 
influence or, or 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 background to the facial mask sound that I'm familiar with is like very technical, hard, fast, harsh as fuck. Like it's not. It's like very. It, it does still have kind of a punk feel to it, but it's it's a it's a big step away from that kind of mm. sound of of the punk the more punk stuff like what 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 were some influences on your sound what what made you bring that your sound in that direction i mean i, I guess i was just trying to rip off fucking casamoro end off for most of the- <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> basically no but i mean um i mean i guess it was i mean i don't know i i I mean, it, it, it's hard to remember exactly like the progression of, of, of what happened, but I mean, it was. I mean, largely it was um, based on like the, the tools that I had available as well, but but also the music I was listening to. You know, I mean, I got so yeah from from like hardcore and noise rock, or whatever. I got into noise, which actually led me to electronic music, mm-hmm. and so after listening to like you know. Um, getting into a bit of noise and stuff, I I, I bought an Otecra record, and that mm-hmm. led me on to I guess some of the more real kind of cut up electronic stuff. I mean, like Lesser and VVM and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and and really disorientating stuff. Yeah, and and that was and and also digital hardcore recordings as well. Um, I I still really really rate like for example bomb 20 the bomb 20 record um on that label which is incredibly like chaotic cut up stuff and i so i was getting into that and i basically wanted to make a noise version of that i mean um there were some awful failures though like like in the catalog where i thought i might have a go at being alec empire and i introduced like these gabba beats into the shit it was Oh, not good. <laughs> you don't like you, you don't oh, feel good I, Well, you know, I, I mean, I, I think they're a bit like I, I can count on two hands, like you know, the really, really, the the. I mean, I, I released probably too much. I, I, I think if I look back, but I mean, it's, it's all. It's, it, I guess I guess it's all right. I mean, you know, yeah, but, it's I mean, all right. I, it's all right, and you know what? It's definitely all right, and. I but mean, there's some there's some weird shit out there, you know. I mean, I did. That's that. cool though. That's cool though. And you I mean, know, I, it's, I'm also the. I think the only noise artists ever used Comic Sans on a, on a, on a cover. I, I, maybe <laughs> maybe up to a certain point, but there it's happened since then. Oh really? All right, all right. So there's, I, a, there's, um, a, there's a there's a there's a there's a famous label that does a lot of reissues of Japanese stuff that uses Comic Sans, for example. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. And, I, I I think they've I think they've stopped, but uh, but yeah, but yeah, I mean. You've I, I, I do think your catalog it's interesting. You've kind of I assume you've kind of quit facial mess or, or put on hold. Yeah, um, it's on hold. I mean it will one day come back. But I mean at this point, maybe it's like the kind of thing where in the moment maybe one can feel like, oh man, I'm releasing too much, but like, dude, in like like at this point or in like ten years, every one of those releases is gonna be like a classic. Because really you've done a lot of I mean, even the things that maybe were you consider failures are weird, like you know, the Gabber stuff. That's still like, yeah, it ain't good. Though. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I don't know. It's cool. Funny. I mean, <laughs> I, there, I mean, there really should be there really should be a retrospective of your of your of your stuff because I really think it's a it's very influential for a lot of people. Because like I said, like the friends I had were into that, like they were like 
kind of like semi noisy, not noisy, but like autecker, like mm. all that kind of more heady, noisy IDM stuff. And then also come with some of that punk. I, I don't really know much about it, but like, like the break core, like the, mm. the digital, I don't know, these, these weird genres of electronic music that they were friends of mine really into, but always like facial mess was what? mentioned among that, or at least like a noise influence in that. And I heard your stuff and to me, it sounded like, like hard ass cut up harsh noise. And that's what I mm. appeal to, but, but, but that those roots from the, the kind of electronic music, I think struck a lot of other people. Maybe I think brought a lot of people, yeah, like towards noise, towards harsh. I noise. mean, I, I was definitely saw a lot. I mean, that that I mean, I guess when you're looking at like early two thousands and stuff, it was yeah, it was a lot of I was listening to a lot of stuff like Venetian snares and like yeah. like say like uh, um, DJ Scud and stuff on um, yeah like digital hardcore and stuff. You know, yeah. and a lot of like you know good breakcore. So a lot a lot of that stuff hasn't aged that well though, right? You know? To, to to be honest, I mean, I mean, my stuff and that 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 stuff. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I, but it still has a very. It and, you know it'll it'll age it it will age well at some point because I mean I don't know if you, I've been kind of maybe late to the game but all of a sudden noticing that like what's in style right now in terms of like like mass culture and like what's come back mm. in terms of fashion and stuff like that like all the kids right now are wearing like clothes from like the early 2000s yeah, and you know yeah, like yeah. like tribal tattoos style has become like cool like all this stuff has become cool again like this 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 re appreciation or nostalgia of those kind of aesthetics from that era that for a while yeah. were like oh this is aged so poorly but now it's like yeah i, now I don't think cool. tr- not- tribal tattoos should ever probably come back <laughs> i know <laughs> i know i mean i'm i i'm honestly can i I just kind of realized it, but I'm honestly confused by it too. I see sometimes like this really kind of like hip, cool, new design, graphic design and stuff like that. And like, right. it's kind of at the forefront of like modern techno or whatever, whatever's cool. Like, I mean, I don't know. And it all ha- kind of has this like throwback style to that early 2000s kind of raver culture, or even pop culture stuff. Hold on. The doorbell just rang. I just got to get a check. No, it's just man. Yeah, you, you, you go. So before I had to run to grab the door um yeah we were talking about facial mess and that that kind of like that electronic music influence in it Mm. and that that kind of early also online community that you seem to be kind of tapped into yeah and then um i mean i guess i i should also mention obviously the the ms msbr bulletin board was you know pretty pretty helpful at the time and um yeah, so I um I basically you know when I first got my got online and got my first computer there were was the MSBR bulletin board and then there was yeah not the the, the precursor to the um the chondritic sound and um, yeah. um, um tronics board Tronic. was the well it was the noise board four three three okay didn't know about that one yeah tronics was the first one that I got involved in it was. I mean, for me, that was so that was so influential. Yeah. I wasn't actually that involved in that because it was about that time that I kind of, I mean, like, well, the whole noise explosion time. I was like, 
I, I kind of took a step back at that time. I, I just had a kid and yeah, kind of, um, I know, like concentrating on work and family stuff, yeah. like, you know. Yeah. And it was a good good number of years where I missed out. So I, I, I kind of lurked a little bit to see what was going on, but, yeah, you know. But it was also that time I, I think that actually, actually, if I think back, that was the time when I really started like with, with facial mist, getting like super cut up and super spastic, even in like the ideas, because it was almost like a reaction to what I saw happening within the greater noise thing. I mean, not not. I mean, no, that sounds a little bit too too kind of dramatic in some ways, but but I guess internally in some ways, yeah. You know, I mean that's that's a very good point. That's a very good point, and I was I was almost struck to ask you at some point, like, do you find like really static, more block oriented, harsh noise like boring? Because your like your your stuff is so it's so spastic and so like it, it's like it's like we're gonna. F I mean, at least the stuff from that era that you're talking mm. about, like it's like I'm gonna be like as wild, like I'm gonna be as wild and like constant as possible like never give you like this like mm. this moment of chill it's like constant just like boom, 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 boom. is that yeah like, i mean I, of, yeah. I, at that time i did but it almost to a point of like it, it, to make it uh, almost unlistenable i i don't know i think i got to a point where i was like i mean i remember great i, I put uh I, I did a split with um in english um fella called romance it was fucking great by the way yeah and that, that yeah. was on on chondritic sand and um and gray initially actually gray was like nah man i don't really like your track it's just it's just like flicking through channels on the tv it's just <laughs> you know because there was a lot of samples and that were just yeah and um but after i, I think he wrote back and i, I, I think right I think, I think this is right anyway um actually actually i got used to it it's all right i, I will put it out yeah. and um so, so that's yeah, the track that, that he that's the, that is the track that came out that he initially yeah 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 I, I i i might be really wrong on that so i do apologize to gray for you can keep this there. I, I, yeah. yeah i i i do apologize to gray if i'm wrong but i remember getting an email or something going ah i don't know if i i don't like samples in noise and also yeah. like this but but it was at that but very much at that time where where it was you know i guess the more static kind of um you know the the reader and whatnot and sure. what what be, what be what what became like noise I guess noise now but um but I changed my mind though I really changed my mind um, and now as I get older I, I can't deal with it you know I can't deal with too much sound and I look I listen to back to my old old stuff and I'm like oh it's a bit too much in it <laughs> <laughs> it's like you should have calm calm down there mate. <laughs> No, no, straight up, really. It's like, you know, it was, you, there were a lot, a lot of bad choices. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, well, no, I mean, did you feel, I mean, you mentioned you were also kind of winding down at that time for personal reasons and stuff like that, but did you feel a rift or what, what kind of, what kind of reception did you get from those releases? You know, you mentioned Gray, I guess, having that reaction, but what, what kind of reaction did you get from a wider public from those releases? I mean, I think, I think, some people liked it. I, I don't really remember. I mean, I didn't. It, it was hard to. 
you know, I mean, the the reactions I got were like more just like people. I mean, the immediate reactions were were people would I would have like people around, or I go to someone else and and play them. All right, some new shit. Endo liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, cool. Yeah, because I, I remember playing him some stuff. He goes, "Oh fucking hell, that is that's that's too much, man." <laughs> <laughs> and um, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I was I was just do, doing as I say. I mean, almost to the point where I, I I didn't really think I was making noise anymore. I was just making this like cut up sound collage of everything, kitchen sink noise. I don't know that yeah. maybe that was a thing. It was kitchen sink noise. It was like everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you feel about like the current incarnation of cut up? Because I feel like y there is a very still strong mm. cut up cut up scene or, or sound or whatever that's got even I think more modernized and more I think radical you know um yeah I mean I'm not I'm not that clued into a lot of them but I I absolutely love the Pergis like record like the CD yeah. last year was it last that's year really good. that's really really good I'm actually surprised that didn't get a bit more um more plaudits and it, 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 it should it was fantastic I mean I don't know maybe it's not what people want to so much want to hear or so but either way it's brilliant uh, no it does it, it really does deserve it and i actually i regret not putting it on my top 10 list because it was going to go on my list and then i just kind of the list came together and didn't go on but i really wanted to make sure that that people really listen to that record because i do think that product can have the chance to be overlooked or people maybe maybe have like preconceptions about it maybe but mm, yeah. that record is so fucking good. Oh, it's super. And, it, and, it, really, and it really doesn't. It, I think it really would blow people away who who might not have paid attention. I mean, like, yeah. Uh, I mean, the whole just. I guess the getting words, getting words, man. Yeah. Um, the. Anyway, anyway, the flow of the whole thing. The it's a fantastic record. I know that Definitely. Oxen just put out like the Nobody record, yeah. which I have I haven't heard that yet. But he he's a fantastic lad uh, in Prague, isn't he? He's in yeah, um, yeah. Czech Republic. That's right, that's right. And yeah, yeah I'm look I'm looking forward to getting that because uh, you know I got a, got a mail from Matt the other day who said he would send me a copy of that. I want to hear that. Um, there's the who's is the obviously developer who put out that wonderful yeah. record last year that was really really good. Yeah. It's it's and, not. You gotta, sorry, you gotta sorry, know go that those guys are very very influenced by you, and your sound that you're maybe kind of poo pooing a little bit as being like very, just intensely cut up and like that's like, I feel that's like, the, the basis template for a lot of the newer mm. generation of cut up artists. I really do. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, I mean. Yeah, I mean they're they're good at it, so that's good. And and yeah. over here you've got you got like Scum, who's fantastic, yeah. and um, obviously Kubota, but he's been around quite a long time now, and he's doing right. something I think quite different now. Maybe more like something like Tourette or something like that. Or, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, who else did I hear? Not that long. There's um, it's an American. Oh God, Parasite Nurse. Yes, yes, yep. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really good. Really, really good. good. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and I think she has um, what move on to modular or something. And I believe I so, mean, yeah. 
and of course got a lot of mental I mean Chris Sickness obviously you know yeah. I mean he, his work is oh it's beyond beyond Carlton Lloyd's I mean he's right. doing something way beyond all of that stuff yeah um so now mm. facial mess is kind of on hold you mentioned and you've been really active yeah. with like weeds in the past several years and it seems like but it seems like there was kind of a time where you were doing both i mean you put out a really good tape on for example like on new forces just facial mm. mess tape a couple few years ago three four years ago i guess now um i, I also want to ask you about that um just curious uh the the political statement in that uh mm. dingy little back alley of a country mm. are you referring to the united states no 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 it's britain britain okay. it, the, the, the 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 quote is from a big black live album uh-huh. and so when um big the, i think it's called pig, pig pile and it's recorded in london okay and i think i can't remember the, the guy's name but i think the basis of this next song is called dingy little cunt dingy little whatever of a back country yeah. i can't, can't remember yeah. what I, exactly yeah. it said yeah. but um and i thought that and it was just post brexit uh-huh. and i i thought that was very appropriate at that time because i i am um, i'm not a massive fan of the eu i mean yeah. but, you know but but the reasons why the uk left yeah. are so abhorrent yeah. like just it just really angered me i mean it, yeah. it was something that and it, and it's still within I know it's an undercurrent theme within kind of like light weed stuff as well. Like mm-hmm. um, that that decision and the reasons for that decision and how the working classes were essentially manipulated to to yeah. make that decision right. um, is ah, I think it's awful. Really, yeah. really a horrid, horrid, horrid thing. And it, and it's ruined the UK. I think. Yeah. Do you? Go back to the UK often? Do you still have connections there quite a bit? I mean, obviously, my family's still there, and I still got friends yeah. over there, and like you know, friends like pre-Japan friends and stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, COVID is, um, you know, I haven't been back for about four or five years, but um, okay. won some aeroplane tickets. I'm sure you know as well. Like trying to to go anywhere. I mean, it's it, it, it's crazy expensive. But once once um, yeah. tickets go down, I'm going to go back and yeah. yeah. I might even play a show like the next time. Like, you know, they've got a few people that might put something on. So I, I don't usually, you know, it's usually more just like family and stuff like that. But I yeah. think next time I might want to okay. do like, um, yeah, I do something. I'm being, um, I see that, you know, Matt's got a great little tour coming up. Like, it's exactly. got his war. And I was yeah. like, kind of like, yeah, I wouldn't mind doing a bit of that. <laughs> you should, for sure. Yeah. Homecoming. Yeah, it'll be fun. So, 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 like weeds kind of emerged. You'll have to, you know, mm. tell me specifically exactly when. No but issues. It kind of emerged in the se- past several years. I would say five, ten years, while facial mess was coming to kind of a close. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually got my um, discogs open, so I'm having a yeah. quick look. So, um, yeah, yeah like weeds basically started in 2018. Just as facial, I, I decided to stop doing facial mess. Yeah, 
Um, yeah. And what what is exactly like weeds in terms of its fundamental characteristics that separate it from facial masks, for example? Well, actually, it's changed a bit. But um, initially, the the last couple of facial mist things that I did, there was there was a um, a lathe five inch on was it moral moral defeat? Is that is that mm-hmm. a label? Out of Belgium? Yeah. And and yeah. there was a and then a tape on. Oh God. I can't, I can't, anyway, last couple of things and. They, they, it was just different. I mean, the the stuff that I was trying to make, and and I, I think it's like you just like this doesn't sound like what people expect facial mist to sound like. I was also mm-hmm. a little bit tired. I've been toying with the idea. The the, the name is pretty juvenile. <laughs> I'm not saying what like that is, is, it, is that a track? Is it, is that a reference to a to a something, or is it just a reference to what it sounds like? It's a, it's from a carcass lyric. Okay. The band Carcass. So, so yeah, off the yeah, first, yeah. The, f- the first record, there was just um, I can't remember the specific lyric, but it's from the Carcass lyric. Okay. And okay. Um, you know, I was just looking for a for a name at the time, and it stuck. But I mean, it, yeah. it, it's a fairly ridiculous, stupid name. And then, without considering, you know, the obvious kind of like pornography ideas and stuff <laughs> like that. You know, I mean, I didn't. I was a kid. I had no idea about that sort of shit. I was like, you know. But anyway. Um, but yeah, so so I'd been toying with the idea of like getting rid of that name anyway because I just it sounds a bit stupid. But the sound was just the the sound that I wanted to make. I mean, it was I didn't want to make cut up noise. I didn't want necessary mm-hmm. dub reggae samples every fucking second thing. I you know I, it just just a different sound. And yeah. um, the last few facial mess things that I released, which I'm really proud of, but I, I think they're fantastic. And it's a sound I actually, if facial mist comes back, I will go back to. And the first like weeds tape, which is called "They Grow," yeah, um, they're all they're, they're quite similar, I think. Sure. Then like weeds became quite a different thing where I started focus on the rhythmic aspects of the project, and yeah. um, and that came out just from playing live because initially like weeds was more like. Uh, I guess um, I found sounds and more kind of like I don't know, field recordings and stuff and samples, mm-hmm. but I found it really unsatisfactory, like just playing that live and yeah. um, just like, you know, pressing like a sample or something like that. And, you know, so, you know, and then th- through the live thing, I guess like, it's like just become this kind of more sequence kind of rhythmic noise thing and then i thought all right that's it and then um the other thing that i've got going on which is our wrongs with adam jennings from like that's right witness and osaka that has become what i guess light weeds initially started to do and that's like because i'm working with his well adam's tape loops so he you know and and that's that's kind of like our wrongs and that but you know so um yeah and 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 like weeds really has developed into quite a a rhythmic pounding thing, and I I see yeah. you wearing a Godflesh t shirt, and I feel like I've seen or heard you rep Godflesh a number of times. Uh, probably my favorite band of all time, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a big influence. I mean, yeah, big influence. But I mean, just that machine, yeah. you know, kind of I don't know like um, minimal. 
rhythmic, churning stuff. I mean, it ain't dance music, but I mean, right. it's, you know, it's just that just repetitive music. You know, going back to like old Swan stuff or whatnot like that. For I mean, sure. that, 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 that sound. And it's a sound that's always, always appealed to me. And when I had started being able to have the ability to kind of do that live and um, it sounded fucking good, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah let's, let's, let's lob this down on tape. But, I mean, you know, and I guess that, that's cool. what um, like Weeds has become, but, yeah. Talk about the 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 dub influence in general because we we kind of mm. skipped over that. But a facial mask, do you see that dub influence present in like weeds at all? And and where did the dub influence come in to facial mask? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, for facial mask, it it was more. It was always more of like a I don't know, like uh, I, um before this. I mean, I, I'm a big 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 fan of dub music, but I mean, like the. It was a space in facial mix. When I started introducing silence and then the kind of I guess I I heard it was it was called the pedestrian deposit like kind of reverb stopper. I think yeah. uh, I think that was on, on one of your podcasts that was that introduces. But I mean like <laughs> I've been doing that before. But anyway. Um <laughs> But that that was from dub. I mean that was dub music. Yeah. To 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 introduce like negative space and then kind of like be able to like, you know, mute a channel and have like yeah. a, you know, a bit of reverb or something like that yeah. and, and delay on, on so and just reducing the idea of reducing stuff. Mm-hmm. But when it was um facial mix, it was more of a I don't know, just I don't know a bit more of a appropriation than than now. And now, you know, I mean I'm I'm definitely in Lightweeds is definitely not gonna have any kind of, you know, like angry Jamaican man sample. I mean I, I'm, I'm again two minds whether that was a decent thing to do or not. I mean, sure. it's a bit, bit of a cultural appropriation, I think, in in some <laughs> ways. But I mean, like, but the the techniques, very, very yeah. much so, very, very much so, are, are really alive in what I do because um, when I record, I record like you know, basically like fill out every channel, whatever, and then the the mix down is just me kind of like taking away lobbing a bit of fader lobbing a bit of yeah. like you know i mean sorry putting delay on it and putting a bit of reverb on it and just on the mute buttons yeah and that and that becomes basically the final track you know cool and um so yeah it also seems very influencer tied to like like sound design for film do you have any sort of background in that or or no, not at all. Or interested no. in that? Just in terms of these, like the really complex kind of envelopes. Um, yeah, no idea, mate. No, not at all. No, okay. nah, sorry. <laughs> I no, mean, okay. I like I mean, it. I, I, yeah. I, you know, I can. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a caveman, really. I mean, I um, certainly don't don't know that stuff. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah. I mean, are you using a lot of mod- modular gear as well? Because it just no, has that. Just- not at all. I, I, really? I, no, no. I, I use um, exclusively. Um, is there any? Is there any reason, particularly, that you kind of have drifted away, or or kind of stopped having a, such an intense focus or interest on like pure noise, like the facial mess stuff? Is there any concrete reason, or is it just like you know, kind of? Taste developing as, 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 as far as like the music I make or the music I listen to, or both. 
both, I guess. I mean, you, you know, you mentioned to me that you're not really doing that much like straight, straight noise these days. And, mm. and is there, is there like an actual concrete reason for that? Something that burned you out or, or you got sick of, or. I think there was, um, I, I, I was, you know, I think it was something Sam said, and and it, and it kind of resonated with me a little bit, like 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 Sam McKinley, the reader, and in, in mm-hmm. your in one of your um, in 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 his interview with you, mm-hmm. and he, he he mentioned the fact that something about maybe you don't like noise, <laughs> and I, and or, or do you know what I mean? Like you know, and, yeah. and I look back on the whole thing, and I start thinking about like, even facial mess. You know, I was always trying to do something that wasn't just noise. I don't know. So maybe I've never really... I mean, when I hear it, I mean, when I hear, like, good, harsh noise, I mean, I enjoy yeah. it, and I, especially yeah. live. I mean, fucking hell. And like, but yeah. I, I wonder if I've ever really, really liked it. I don't know. I mean, it's always been one of the listening things I've done with, with yeah. like, I don't know, like, electronic music or grind or whatever. Yeah. But with... And I think, like with facial mess, I mean, sorry, with with light weeds. I think maybe it's I'm just being really just more honest. Sure, <laughs> this is yeah. the the shit that I want to make, and it is rhythmic, and it you know, but and but it certainly isn't fucking dance music. I mean, I won't want to make sure. that fucking hell. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's what you want to make. I mean, maybe I industrial. Think, I don't. Know. That is interesting that you say that though, because I do sometimes feel that sometimes people who have like yeah, people whose noise goes in this really extreme directions with some sort of mm. shit noise or sound or something like that it seems like they're they're more it seems like the ir- the, they're interested in irritating the listener yeah. and and like mm. pissing pe- they're they're interested in pissing people off in some way with it and i think that was me rather than actually considering the sound itself and actually yeah. focusing on like like listening to someone like, like for example sam speaks so eloquently about like no, I'm like yeah. I've never felt about it in that way. Maybe <laughs> I've maybe I've never really liked it. I don't, do, do you know what I mean? though? I mean I don't know. Sure. I don't know. But there are noise art or noise artists that I listen to that I find incredibly musical though. Yeah. Or like sickness, teff, yeah, skin crime. You know. Yeah. I mean later skin crime stuff. I mean that's. ASMR, isn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. don't know. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know this. I mean, endo, whatever. Listen, go on. Yeah, go I, I think that's just another. I think that's just another side of noise. And I mean, I don't mm. think it has been with not like noise, but I think it's another side of noise that people do love. That some people are more attracted to that element of noise that like makes them feel like they're getting, you know smashed in the face with a mm. a hammer or something like that you know where they like that and it feels fucking great in a live yeah, situation yeah. i mean like yeah, yeah 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 but they like that they like that that like that jarring even irritating or they like to be pissed off by it like that's what mm. really touches them you know and i think that's that that noise too i mean i don't think it's not noise mm-hmm. no, uh, no, no 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 that's true that's true that's i don't think you spent so much time making so much killer noise <laughs> And you know, putting on shows and networking with people and and, and dedicating yourself. Well, but I love I love the subcut and I, I love the fact that it. 
I mean, I still get very excited. If I see, like, some kid, like, making a bunch of noise, I'm like, yeah, 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 come play my next show. Come play my next show. Yeah. I mean, f- fuck it. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, because you, yeah, it's fun and it's great. I mean, the no- noise, that's it. Noise is fucking fun. It's great. It's great. I love it. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, um, I kind of wanted to ask you when you were talking about the early days of the message boards and those connections and the, mm. and the chats, what, what was that excitement like? I mean, was that, how exciting oh, was that? Crazy. And, how did, and how does that compare to like, what's, what's the state of the scene right now for you and you, in, in your, in your estimation? I mean, I don't, I have to admit, I don't really have, I mean, currently like so, so much, I guess, engagement with, 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 a lot. I mean, that's right. I'm an old man. Uh, you know. I mean, like, it, 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 it's a young, it's Life a young lad's on. game. You know. But I mean, but when I was um, when I when I first got on that, I was it was it was so exciting. I mean, yeah. obviously, and all, I was also quite nervous. I remember that because Stimbox was a bit of a name. I remember that. You know, he was macronym for whatnot, yeah. and um, you know, he didn't, and his label was great. I remember that and and during that chat with this guy Flutter, I think I met him on this, like I say, terrorize a noise board, and then he invited me to this chat, and it was like Stimbox. Oh fucking hell, Tim, Tim yeah. Stimbox. I was I was quite nervous, yeah. but really excited, really excited, yeah. and the the you know, like the feeling of being able to like talk in real time about noise. Fuck yeah. hell. I mean, that was a, I mean, I mean, it wasn't that great. I mean, I mean, you know, the, the, the romantic thing about sending a letter and so I mean, it is all right, but you had to, you had to yeah. wait for a few months. Yeah. You know, and get the a tape back. The chat function is really cool. I mean, I think that, that oh, chat- that's brilliant. Yeah. The chat ability, I think message boards, I mean, I talk about it a lot. I think message boards are also very valuable and they're not yeah. as instant, but I mean, just that I was lurking on the Tronics board. I was never really posting until I started maybe releasing stuff and I put post just an ad, but I was lurking on there all right. the time. And just like, yeah. just like certain threads I would follow and they'd be active people talking about stuff every day, news, just, you know, that was just. Yeah, yeah it was I mean, incredible. I mean, of I, all I, the, I, all the stuff that was probably going in my life that should have been like really, you know, memorable and and I guess was you know like I don't know, getting out of high school and partying and moving out and all that fun stuff I was doing whatever and but like mm. the stuff that really was like really getting me off and like exciting to me was like seeing what was going on in the no it's incredible to me to me you know i mean the, the idea that i was chatting with some of the other side of the world with it that had like similar and, and you know similar interest and there were and releases were were planned as well i mean i i think i did i mean i don't know maybe i think i did some the flutter maybe i, I mm-hmm. can't remember but that that was made on there or somebody from sure. um and oh, De- debts charged the 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 grind noise band who were still going. That that was a, that, right. some of the members of that used to get on there and did a couple of splits with them. And I'm sure that like came from those, you know, like those chats, those Friday yeah. chats. Yeah, I cool. think it was Friday anyway. <laughs> nice, but yeah, that's very cool. I yeah, but this that's, is pre- yeah, this is this is pre. I I don't remember what 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 kind of platform it was on or anything like that. But this is. Yeah, pre, pre, way pre noise boards, all right. You know, 
I mean, I guess apart from the MSBR bulletin board, but yeah, I think it's I think it's the best, and I think it's important to maintain those because all those new all these new platforms we have are just as usable for that or even better. So mm, I, mean, mm, I, mm. I like to just encourage people to stay stay doing that because that's the funnest part. That's the most fun. That's the that's the most fun about it. Yeah, beyond, it's, beyond it's, the music, you know. Yeah, it's nice to talk to someone a bit. I mean, I don't, I don't do it as much as I probably should, but um, no, of course. Yeah. But I mean, you know, particularly new people getting into it, new mm. that getting that bug and and finding a place to communicate. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. hey, I mean, yeah. If anyone ever messaged me or something like that and asked me some questions and stuff, I'm always very, very happy to. Yeah, you know, whatever. Talk to them about it. Had another question from people people on the Patreon for you. Um, mm. They were they wanted to know about the sore throat bizarre uproar facial oh, mask right. collaboration EP. Like that that was kind of a standout thing. How did that come about? Um, that was Eric Boros from or um, Hermit, yeah, yeah. And it was his label. And um, I mean, again, the, the the memory ain't great, but as far as I know, that as far as I remember, um, so. There was no real talk between me and I don't know sore throat or, or bizarre uproar or whatever. It was like Eric essentially sent me their side and I I messed it up, okay. and he he lobbed it out. Yeah, that was it. That yeah. was it. But I mean, yeah, I've I've never I've never spoken to bizarre uproar actually. Um, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, sore throat a couple of times, but yeah. It was a good. It's a good record, actually. <laughs> yeah, know? I actually, I um, it's weird you say that because I I played it like about a few weeks ago. So I found a copy and I was like, nice. oh fucking hell, that's all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely it is. Yeah. Um, what what about some other memorable splits or collaborations built from kind of early relationships? Um. Right. Well, I mean, the one, the first one that comes to mind, and it's not that early, but but I was maybe the probably the most important was the one I did with sickness, mm. and um, the originally because um, I mean it isn't that that I mean it didn't come. I think it was two thousand fifteen when when the early the, doesn't matter. I mean that was just right. Forget right, early, right. but yeah, just general. So. Um, it came out because um, I was going to play at um, the End Times Festival, and, and yes, I think Chris had recommended me to um, Bob, and then he said, "Yeah, yeah, all right, all right, we get Kenny over." And then um, Chris said, "All right, we want to put a release together, but we'll do this kind of extra CD for for this release of a collaboration." Yeah. yeah. So when he when um, we did that, that was a big deal, and then Kitty Play re-released that as a, as a tape. But yeah. um, that that was a big deal because you know, of, well, it's, it's Chris and it's sickness and um, and it sounds fucking good. And it was it was you know a real fucking honor to to work with Chris. Um, sure. And then other than that, the my, my stuff with Guilty Connector, which was um, because I, I had a um, just about three years we 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 did a. Essentially, it was a it was a live act that that me and him did a thing called Kempe Tai, mm. and this was uh, me and Kohei, and and it it wasn't it, it was his own thing. It wasn't just like facial mess meets you know guilt connector. It was its yeah. own thing, and it was you know as they like 
fast, fast, harsh noise. And it was like, we only released two little, one, one live tape, one split CDR with um, Dust Breeders. I don't know, it was on some French label or something. But um, that was great because, again, it, it's, it's more of the personal thing because he was a mate. You know, and yeah. um, we got on really well, and so we, you know, we played the show. We'd have a few beers, we get drunk, and and it was, you know, I don't know that that those personal relationships. So that was a good one. Yeah, um, we did um, one later take because we we changed the name Kembeito because it was a bit of a stupid name. I mean, I don't know, Kembeito is like the Japanese secret military, secret police. Um, uh-huh. It's a bit of a silly name, really. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like calling your, your band SS or something. Yeah, like, yeah. You know. <laughs> so um, yeah, we we did another tape called uh, under the name of Scab Minded, which was just a C10. Scab Minded. Yeah, 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 it was a C10, oh. and um, we did one show under that name, and it was really fun. It was really fun. I mean, I mean, I guess officially it's still going because we never told each other. All right, let's not do that. We just That's haven't tough. done it. Um, and I've I done a ton of stuff with Jason as well. Actually. A lot of live collaborations. Yeah, I, I, he, you yeah. know, he sent me. He did send me those tapes, which I digitized. That's right. and yeah. There's the there's the collab set of you guys. Have you guys done much more recording together? No? We've never recorded anything together. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think we we went into the practice studio once together and had a go, and in the, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but um. <laughs> But live, it was fun, yeah. I mean, I, I always enjoy playing with Jason, so it was good. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's more, I mean, there are not too many collaborations. I mean, it, I mean, I, I, like Weeds, I don't think we'll, it's ever going to collaborate with anyone, but... Um, yeah, I don't know, yeah. Scum, Scum, that, that's, that's, again, it's live. When I collaborate yeah. with Scum, we've done that a few times, that's fun. Cool. Um, one time with Killerbug, that was fun. Nice. Um, yeah. I have a question. You you played. Um, you came to Cologne. Yeah. With, cheers for that, and, mate. <laughs> with Endo, with Endo yeah. and Purgis and Ma. That's right. On, yeah. your, on your European tour, and um, I have to I have to ask: Were you gassing me up when you said that was the loudest Endo set you've ever seen? Because I told everyone that no. that's true, and I I can't I wasn't, believe, I, can't, I, was, I, I, wasn't, I can't believe that I, that could be really the, the case. It was I thought you were trying to make me feel good because there was no one at the show. <laughs> up to that point, but then we went to. By the way, yeah. on on that on that very thing, we're putting on quite a big one in in June. Right. Um, with um, so we've got um, well, um, um, Roman is coming, slit throats, yes. Um, and we've at the same time, we've got well, this is me and Adam, Adam Jennings, that are putting on this show together. Cool, so cool. it's um, so we've got what slit throats, plague mother, we've got yep. uh, um, unsustainable, unsustainable social condition, we've got Matt nice. and Leah, Le- Leah P. Um, they're nice. both coming. They're they're playing. Brilliant. Oh fuck! I've got I've got I've got a list somewhere. But um, um who else coming? Oh, uh, a ton of people. Gonna we, um, we're going to do an hour wrong set. Me and Adam are going to do an hour wrong set. Good, great. And um, the incapacitants are headlining the first night. Um, a lot of, a lot of local acts like Black Phone, Scum, Government Alpha. Um, the second night cool. we're wait oh, awaiting confirmation. 
of a headliner that I reckon people might even um, travel for. Uh, wow. I, I don't know. Nicodorus playing and cunts, um, a bun- bunch of other, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's all sure. a noise and a bit of grind. It's a two. It's gonna sure. be a two two day thing, but it'd be cool. That's like, um, isn't that kind of? You guys had that planned before COVID, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's kind of like a festival. I mean, it's I mean, it's a two day big big ass show. Well, it's crazy. We we basically got like the we want to put on an American style noise fest in in Tokyo, and and because yeah. um, there 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 hasn't been. You know, it's it's yeah. there's been you know. Not really a noise fest though. So at that yeah. time again, like R- R- Roman's coming through, but also we had like like torturing nurse that was come from China yeah. and cool. um, um, few others. I-, I can't remember exactly, but it, it, but the the flyer. I mean, I mean, if you can find it, lob it up. It speaks for itself. Who was going to play that show? But it's going to happen in June. It's the tenth or eleventh of June, and over this weekend, it'll be it, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It's an ultra nice. soup, and um, yeah, like I say, I mean, we're waiting for two people. To to say yes, uh, I'm confident Two they will. Headliners. Japanese. Um, one of them, yeah, both Japanese, both Japanese. Yeah. But um, yeah, should should be cool. One of them like a legendary grind noise act, and one of them um, maybe a more more recent legend. Yeah, I don't know, but a legend, but but a huge, but actually a huge fucking name now. But, yeah. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Stoked. I wish. I mean. Wish I could be there. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll get well, there um, it is yeah, like, yeah, it do, is like do, do, do. Like some, one of these days. One, within one of these days, do so, come because yeah. it is fun, yeah. and you know the, yeah. you know, it, and it, it, you know, I, of course, the, the classics are great, and the, the history is wonderful, but it's still here. You know, there's it, yeah, still shows exactly. to go to. I mean, I'm going to go to a show on Sunday. I've been to a show. I mean, actually, I put on a show two weeks ago, but and um, yeah. last weekend I went to a show, and. It's really rare that there's a weekend that that I mean it might not be straight noise, but there's yeah. there's always a show where I'm, somebody who's interested in noise is going to want to check out. Cool. Yeah, within this city, it's um, it's it's it's, it's it's still alive, you know, That's very cool. much so. Yeah. Great to hear. One more question with your mm. with your band with your project like Weeds, mm. you know, is there a is there a scene or kind of a movement of artists that you might place that project in as a part of? I, that's of quite a good question, actually, because I, I do feel an affinity with, um, I'd say, Goddess War. Yeah. Um, I'd say um, Andrew Nolan's recent stuff. I would yeah. say, like, um, oh, I'm going to get the name wrong, but... Um, Fucking Bloomer's new thing, Delta Kane. Delta, Delta Kane. Kane. Yeah. That's right on on fake. Um, yeah. um, definitely those guys. Yeah. yeah. And um, in fact, we have a, we have a, a little chat group on um, the old um, Instagrams. We yeah. We we chat. That's about cool. It, I mean, I, that that seems like I've. It seems like there's some sort of emerging kind of. Misery Index too. Mi- mi- no, not Misery Index. Sorry, Misery Engine. Misery Index is a grind yes. band. Yeah, Misery yeah. Engine. Yeah, 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 yeah. That fella too. Yeah, yeah, I should... yeah, yeah. Cool. I, yeah, I um, I mean the sounds are completely different, but but right. The, I mean, I think that's the thing. I I've I I love the idea of like people from a noise background trying to make 
music in in some ways. Yeah. But much better than somebody from a musical background trying to make noise. Like, you know, that, that don't work out. But, I mean, like, <laughs> I know, but when you've got that, I know it's an interesting thing. Yeah. Because when you there's that, you know, you're like, I mean, fucking God is war. I mean, what, what Mac's just gone, like, yeah. pro now or something or something? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and fucking great. It's, it's a good fucking project, eh? Yeah. And um, I, yeah, mind, I really, That noise mindset, I think that noise mindset being brought to other genres of music or even other mm. either other even other forms of art you know is very exciting i think yeah yeah so i've always i don't know i mean like fucking clipping for fuck's sake i mean i guess yeah. they're the the with with um yeah william hudson i mean fucking hell i Absolutely. mean yeah i mean what syntax error i mean fuck that's some of the most yeah. cut up fucking shit ever i mean absolutely you know. cool so yeah so definitely yeah those guys is uh yeah some kind of Kindred spirits, in, in, yeah, I'd say that, and they like beer yeah. too. They like beer, <laughs> <laughs> you know. It gets to Friday, and uh, well, unfortunately, their Friday nights my Saturday morning, so I'm about to start yeah. work, and they send me photos of them like cheersing it up and stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck you." <laughs> you guys you like know. beer over there, don't you? In Japan, it's it's a it's, um, yeah, I, I like it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> probably a bit too much so, which um, a lot. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's also it's also like a, an open container con- uh, country. You can have beer on the street, right? Yeah, yeah. But you isn't the, the same? Like, like isn't Germany. The, yeah, like Germany. That was one. I mean, I've always said it's like the the sign of a civilized society. The the fact that if you can walk down the street with a with a with a drink in hand, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. It's there's not that many though. I mean, most other European countries. You can't. Germany is the exception, I think. Yeah, I don't know what the law is in England now. I mean, I, I think it's all right, but it's frowned upon, and yeah. you know, it's like kind of. So I think the last time I was back, I mean, I was walking down um, <laughs> Oxford Street, which is like, I guess the, the big, kind of shopping street, and I had a, had an open can and got yeah. a few looks, and uh, yeah, yeah, but well, whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Cool. Well, at this point, I would like to ask you the question I ask everyone. First, I want to ask mm. you your, and I hate to put you on the spot, but your top five noise releases of all time. And then mm. after that, I want to ask you your five records from the past year or so that you really like, but non-noise. Because I think that would be interesting too. But but first, what would be your top five noise releases of all time? Um. I mean, I did think about this. I mean, because I've seen the podcast before. So, I mean, there were a few, a few that came. I mean, what's next for you? What's what's going on? I mean, you're active. I know you're active. What's what can you tell me? I'm I'm doing a record. Well, I've, it's, it's finished on. Um, so, yeah, there, there's a, a second full length coming out on on Dotsmart. Cool. So, um, he's putting that out. Like, I don't know, it'll be sometime this year, but that's all done. And then. Um, yeah, there's a couple of splits, maybe something else coming on. I mean, there will be some digital stuff, like digital-only like things, because I don't know I put that out as kind of this is the shit that I'm doing on, but it's not ever going to be on an album or anything like that. It's just like right. kind of a, a little postcard, you know, from the from sure, the mixer sure. or what whatnot. Yeah. Um, Our wrongs is going to release a split twelve inch. There will be an Our wrongs. Um, C20 with a collaboration with Chris Dodge 
from Spaz and um, oh. yeah, so he sent over some stuff and we, we uh, I haven't started it yet. Um, and Aaron's second CD and um, yeah, and probably a couple of splits from um, um, yeah, like Light Weeds maybe, and maybe a remix record. I, I've been I've been promising Industrial Coast like a, a remix of um, um, the. If I say it on here, I have to do it. So so, and I want to do it, but it's a yeah, do it. Uh, it's it's a remix of God is War's um, Yakuza coming or something. And yeah, that yeah, that will nice. be on um, at, uh, Industrial Coast. So that'll be like a right. Light Weeds remix of that that album, whatever. Yeah, that has to happen. Yeah. That's that seems like a very perfect marriage yeah it'd be good i mean we me and mac have talked about a split as well but maybe maybe that will happen i mean you know one one time you know yeah find, find a label that will put that out so that'd be cool nice great kenny well thank you so much it was really fun to talk to you no nah, cheers man I, I had a good time actually <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah very much so if you head over to the patreon you can hear the extended segments of this interview where Kenny tells me specifically about what kind of gear he's using. Um, he also talks about playing shows internationally and what it's like when foreign artists come over to tour in Japan. Of course, he also gives me his top five noise releases of all time, as well as five newer releases he's really into. Kenny was also nice enough to donate a bunch of download codes for people to check out a bunch of his new Like Weeds releases. There's also the great Fuck My Ass material from Saudi up on the Patreon, which features a lot of the aforementioned footage from Facial Mess playing in the earlier days. You can find all that and more at patreon.com slash noise. Thank you to all who support, shout out to the Maniac Circle, and an extra special thank you to the heavy sponsors of the podcast. Appreciate all of you guys. 